Hello, you are listening to a mini episode of Desi Geek Girls. I am Preeti Chibber, and I am recording on December 21st, 2021. Today, I am delighted to say that I am here with Priyanka Bose, aka Alana Sedai from The Wheel of Time. I'm yeah, actually going to steal my first question from Rosamund Pike, who I interviewed a few weeks ago, and I was so mortified I hadn't thought of this question because she asked it of me, but mm. if... You, as Priyanka, were in an Aja, which would it be? Oh my God, I'd always choose the battle Aja. I mean, there is no other Aja that I'd want to be. You know, like, it's the green Aja all the way. I think that's a good answer. I, I, I've really been enjoying kind of how the show has represented the green Aja, because the books pull back on that a lot. So it's been know, wonderful to I see. I why, though. Uh, I have my ideas on what that is, which is, I think (laughs) Robert Jordan, I think had a a specific idea in mind for who Alana would be as the representative of the green Aja. And so it's sort of focused more on the men and less on the fighting, which is a little bit of a bummer. Uh, so it's, it's very cool to see. Yeah. (laughs) 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 <laughs> it is it is so very cool to see what the show has done and so I guess my my first like television show question would be what what drew you to this series and and what was it about Alana in particular that excited you look um to be honest I knew nothing about the wheel of time when I got offered the show that's when I started digging I mean there's a lot of stress involved in you know putting it all together with my um you know management and everything and then I have to put on the visa so it's like it happened really fast like there was a combination of stress and anxiety and excitement a lot of it and I'm sure all of us have been through uh this you know when we really you know get what we want and it works out and 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 that's when it set in, saying that it has a legacy of its own. And, uh, you know, that's when I could, like, you know, when I relaxed into my body again, that's when I realized that, oh, the Wheel of Time actually has this really cool history to it. Then, you know, to get to know the writer, the fandom, behind it all the characters and what character I would be playing and even though the legacy was uh, really um, you know really big as excited I was to get that offer I was equally that overwhelmed because of the fact that it was a lot like the fans knew a lot about the character more than I did so um I just took a choice to not dig in so deep and read like uh, most of you and uh, and basically you know um you know see what I can make of the character myself and um because you know that's why it's interesting to be an actor because you want to you know bring in your own and find your own little thing and it's exciting and um yeah and the writing is uh, also coming through and I'm sure the fans are not going to be disappointed at all 
you're not. I mean, I, I can say that I read, I started reading the series when I was like 15. So I've been waiting for this show for a very, very long time. And I am, it, it really feels like it's coming from people who understand and care about the source material, which is wonderful to see. Oh yeah, totally. Rafe Judkins really gets it. He totally gets it. Uh, the writers um, in the room really get get it. I mean, everyone like the the, the set, the costume, um, makeup and hair team. I mean, they're just um, very very amazing artists here to bring this world alive. You know, and uh, it, it's pretty exciting. So you talked a little bit about kind of building Alana as a character once you started kind of getting into what this was, you know, once you've, you've um, reading the books or whatever it is or, or reading the scripts. And yeah. something I really like about her is one, I guess it's sort of a two prong question is like, how did you prepare for Alana uh, is the first part. See, the thing is, I wanted to get some kind of like, you know, energy to Alana, you know, uh, she she brings a certain element to it. I didn't want to play the whole, um, um, you know, I, can, I, I could really create her, um, you know, not make her Indian or not make her this and that or, you know, learn an accent, nothing. It was just, you just bring in a certain vibe and a certain kind of energy to, Alana, which uh, then you find uh, her relatable, you know, so I didn't mess with, um, you know, have a certain cadence to the dialogue and everything which has been worked around. I'm actually building Alana more in the second season than in the first season. The first season was like a little spark of, you know, um, uh, of her. And I feel like there'll be more depth to her because it'll just you know, as, as human, humanly, uh, we are, we are so layered. So yeah, that, that's what I intend on, you know, bringing Alana, um, to everybody. Even with that sort of like that, that spark you mentioned in the first season, you know, it's, we, we don't get a lot of Alana, but what we do get and what is so, kind of wonderful as a juxtaposition to the other storylines that are going on as even I feel like in every scene that Alana exists and there is a joy to her, whether it's through the facial expressions or the kind of rhythm and musicality to your movement. Like it's, it's such a wonderful uh, pairing with the anxiety that is happening in the other storylines. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so my question was, how like did you bring that into the character is that something you brought in through your interpretation was that a conversation you had prior to filming like how did that piece of it come about I feel like we didn't have a conversation they loved um I mean Rafe uh and I, I think another they really relate to the green Aja. and uh you know I'm I'm I'm, I'm genuinely in, in a seeker of joy um, you know, and I was actually challenging myself saying that, okay, if I just, if I just, you know, became a human who was just too much, you know, and uh, so, uh, you know, how would that be? 
and uh, you know because then um, it was really accepted in the isodai in that sense there was no conversation i feel like i just brought in my own little sense and they played along and uh, and and uh, yeah and they were very generous with me with whatever and and yes it's not a lot but it it gave me an opportunity to just like you know really set my um alana's uh, you know presence in uh, to the whole scheme of things yeah it was really it's it was really nice to see these sort of like moments of joy in what is you know that whole episode that is in tarval and that is in the white tower is so yeah. fraught and there's so many agendas that every scene that Alana is in is a little bit of a breath of fresh air, which is so wonderful. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> no, can I also tell you I that? Mean, I mean, according to me, Alana and her waters have like figured out life. Yes. I just wish in real life we were like that, to be very <laughs> honest, you know, but uh, yeah, according to how the show and Rafe sees her, um, I feel like, um, you know, Alana's figured it out. It really feels that way. It really genuinely does. Even even if, you know, we're I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop, of course, with her conversations with Moiraine and, and where she sees Moiraine's place in the tower. Um, I, I do very want to briefly bring up that there's that scene of Alana and Moiraine in Moiraine's bedroom and Alana doesn't have her shoes on. <laughs> I felt so seen. <laughs> Some fan on Twitter asked whether that was an acting choice. And I will tell you, <laughs> it was an acting choice. It wasn't out of a cultural baggage. Please <laughs> no, let no, me no. just tell you, it was, a, it was an acting choice primarily because, I mean, I cannot sit like a lady or whatever that means. I, I you know, so I had to like, you know, fold my legs in such a way, but the the pants and or, or something was getting in the way and I'm like I just have to get my shoes off man and, and I had to I had to get my shoes <laughs> off and I just did and I'm like you know she's eating a fruit and and she just wants to relax and you know and you can't have Alana stressed out when she's like really focusing on telling Moraine her place in the tower you know, and, and she's as it is a stress eating. So. <laughs> oh, oh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> oh, don't be. <laughs> I just love this, this image you're painting of Alana because it's so, and you pick up on so much of it. Like I, I think view it, like watching the show, like absolutely have, have picked up on these pieces of Alana, which is awesome. Um, I'm so thrilled to hear that there will be even more in the second season. And I know that Rafe has said that he's mapped out, you know, eight seasons of the show. Where, where do you hope to see Alana's story go? Oh man, I definitely, uh, you know, want uh, Alana to bring in a little bit more depth every, every episode, every season, uh, you know, there is a big, um, big angle the fans have already put pressure saying that you know we can't decide whether we they said we hate Alana but we love Priyanka Post so I don't know what's <laughs> no, gonna what? 
<laughs> yeah, with the with the storyline. Uh, so because you know she she does something really um, you know awful uh, later on, uh, which is in the books. And so so we will see, man. So it's it's quite like um. It's quite like um, I just wanted to just unfold mysteriously as you know as as life I don't need to know so much and um, only because life is like that so I want to like travel with Alana like that but I want to definitely get her really grounded and really earthy in in terms of you know her purpose uh, of of living the life she does uh, and and with the Isodai and her uh, values and principles uh, that stem from that. So, um, yeah, like a philosopher and a poet. <laughs> Is there something? And and obviously, no spoilers. Like I know, I know that there's there's not much that we can say, but. Is there something kind of in general that you can say that you're excited for people to see for Alana coming up? Oh my God. Um, I know it's a hard question. I'm sorry. It's a really (laughs) hard question because I just want you guys to be really excited. Like I am like, for example, I watched the seventh episode for the first time and it just blew my mind. Mm -hmm. And I just... I just know, and I can guarantee you, I trust this, the process, I trust the team so immensely that I can assure you that it's going to be a blast. Whether you're following Alana's journey, you're following anyone's journey in the show, it's just going to be really, really amazing. And that is a guarantee. Thank you for that guarantee. I am looking forward to it come to fruition um so obviously the the desi geek girls podcast that swapna and i do is is very centered on looking at the pop culture and the the geek stuff that we love but through a sort of south asian american feminist lens and so when casting started being released for the wheel of time i can't tell you how exciting it was to see your face among the, the names cast because you look at something like Lord of the Rings, which I love desperately, but has yeah. no room for us, right? There's, there's right? no, it, it's frustrating. And so was yeah, that- it is frustrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you struck and by that when, when you were cast? Was that something that you- Completely. I mean, I was at a, at a phase of my life as well. I was equally uh, that frustrated and desperate in terms of, you know, really um, voicing and, and, you know, wanting to be heard and wanting to have like a little place, um, uh, you know, in, in, in this whole scheme of things where, um, where, you know, it wasn't about the spotlight on me, but it was more about, you know, the craft and the skill that, uh, you know, I could also bring in, in the scheme of, you know, what is being offered in the world to who it's being offered to. So I want a part of that, Um, you know, so I I don't know if I articulated well, because I mean, it's it's exactly what I felt. I feel like when, when, you know, when people even see Alana or any, any other stuff that I do, um, you know, from emerging from anywhere in the world, I want them to, also relate to someone like me 
you know um so and and that in itself is quite a it, it's a big honor for me um you know so yeah that's i mean that's where i was that's i what's been nice i think particularly this year is seeing sort of the room that has opened up a little bit obviously not yeah. not a lot and not everywhere not a lot yeah <laughs> a lot can happen a lot mm-hmm. can happen and there are so many possibilities and limitless and we deserve it a lot can happen yeah it was the combination you know we had uh like having dave patel as the lead in the green knight this summer you know putting him mm. in inside of a story that has so traditionally been exclusionary and right. the wheel of time is something i think that falls into that category where you look at who the characters are and who is allowed to be a part of the story and exist in, in whatever they look like and whatever they represent and whatever they, they are without having to change it. Like you were saying earlier, like you are bringing your skill and your, your perception of this character to screen and just by existing there as you do so much work, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, man. (laughs) We're fawning (laughs) a little bit because I think We've been doing this podcast for five years now. And right. so we're we're literally watching the shift happen, which is yeah. I, I feel very gratified to to be able to see and be able to speak to you about this. Um when we're seeing more and more stories, not only from our background, but seeing ourselves in other stories, which is yeah. Also That's important. exactly it. It's like if you know, I'm one of you. Um, you know, um, and 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 this is exactly why we want to have these doors open for us. You know, um, we have so much to offer. You know this. I know this. A lot of us know it in the in in the world. And uh, um, yeah, and I'm really grateful that I'm part of that openings of doors as well you know I'm behind someone who's opened that door for me I will open the door for me if I have those doors open for me as well do you know what I'm saying yes I love it it's it's uh it's our community and it's it's both supporting the work our community does and then once we're supported pulling in more work right and pulling in more more people so that there are it never feels so, it, it can stop feeling so special and so unique. It can just start being exactly. the norm. <laughs> it just is. <laughs> it doesn't feel like a token anymore. It doesn't, you know, it's it's not a clause anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, I, I've been struggling, I guess, I think all year trying to put it into words of what, this like slow burn has felt like of getting these mm-hmm. getting these moments you know and yeah. I can't I can't imagine really what it feels like being a part of that um a part of that change actively happening and it feels like wheel of time and the casting of wheel of time has done a lot of good work in that respect oh yeah a hundred percent I feel like you know, they could do anything with the show and they're doing anything with the show in the sense, but with so much skill 
and so much, so much incredible talent. That's what happens when you open the doors. Mm-hmm. You know, you open the doors and that's what happens. Great things happen. So you something, know? something. You, gotta like, take yeah, you do. And, and, you know, I, I talked I, I talk to people, you know, uh, we have these mini episodes that are interviews and, and, you know, it's sorry, blue did one with us. And we talked a lot about this a few years ago and just the shift in the conversations tenor is so much more hopeful and so much more open and so much more exciting now, I think, um, to that end, we like to ask our guests, like, is there, are there some projects by or featuring uh, South Asian talent or South Asian diasporic talent that you're excited about seeing or that you would like, even if they're older, even if they're, they're coming out soon, is there something that you're, you know, I've been following never have I ever, I really love it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm definitely going to watch that. I'm I'm constantly, um, oh yeah. I saw this great film. (laughs) <laughs> but I saw this really great film and he's written it and he's a great writer and he's acting in a new Marvel film. He's oh, like, Kumail, he's, Kumail Nanjiani. Kumail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he made this a, a film and I really liked it. It was him. The Big Sick? That's it. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's it fun really to watch fun. Kumail kind of. I haven't I haven't seen The Eternals yet. They have a brown dude as one of the Eternals. That's awesome. Next is we get Green Aja. We get superheroes. We get everybody. It's awesome. Come on. It's been my 15-year-old dream was to be a superhero. I used to pretend I'm saving like <laughs> the world from patriarchy <laughs> at the age of 15. <laughs> Uh yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean, I saw your battle Aja moves. I feel like it's possible. Oh my god. Uh, I really believe I can do that. So you have to understand. Oh, so I don't know what generation you grew up in, but I'll tell you. So at the generation I grew up in in the 90s, there used to be these mythology is really big in India, right? So we grew up on a lot of mythology and when the TV started, and, and there were these two shows, Ramayan and Mahabharat. Right? right. Yes. And we used to stop everything. We used to watch that. And for and the scenes were just epic. OK, so when Ram would like, you know, you know, put his bow and arrow, the opponent would like stop the arrows from hitting their army. And that would go on for days. So you know so when I do that and and I and I get and I get messages from some friends saying that oh my god you just did that and it's a full flashback because we grew up on stuff like this uh you know and and this was great to just like you know (laughs) yes the arrows oh that's awesome I love that story so much awesome yeah so nostalgic so like Red, like you know 90s you know kid I was and it just brought back a lot of memories it was pretty cool 
yeah, I can't wait to tell something of the story. Like, I can't wait to be like, guess what? That's because I like even in America, we kind of grew up on on some of those from our parents bringing home like the hundred right? VHS tapes for the Mahabharat and all of that. Exactly. Like, yes. So if that's... you if you if you go to any VHS and then check this out, there is a scene where one army is stopping arrows for two episodes of the other army. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh that's awesome I that's the, I think that is the perfect way to wrap this interview because it's such a good story right. thank like thank you so much this was such a delightful conversation yeah thank you so much I had uh, I think you caught me at a good day yes. and on the right side <laughs> of the bed <laughs> Desi Geek Girls is part of the Hard Knock Life podcast network you can find all the podcasts in the Hard Knock Media family at hardknockmedia.com that's N-O-C for Nerds of Color and a huge thanks to our Patreon supporters thank you to Meredith and Rita at the $12 level and Amber, Jordan, Annie, Brandy, Claire, Brian, Robert, Chris, The Knot Family, Priya, Geshev, Ruth, and Gavita at the $5 level. You can uh, come over to Patreon at patreon.com slash Girls if you'd like to be a part of it. Uh, otherwise, you can find us on social at Twitter uh, at Girls. I am at runwithskizzers, S-K-I-Z-Z-E-R-S. Uh, and until next time, I'll see you in hell. 